Hey, get down on the ground. Put your hands over your head. So, no, you have to have... Where are my sunglasses? sunglasses sunglasses I'm nervous to put them on now that I see your eye infection. It's not an infection. I don't know what it is. It's definitely an infection. It's not an infection. It doesn't hurt or anything. It doesn't itch. I'll put the glasses on. I think it's like a blood vessel thing. Hey, get down on the ground. Put, spread them. So John has a mustache now. Yeah. Just, shoot. just for this recording. Hey, shoot, uh, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. That's, so that's what cops say, right? They're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to shoot you. Well, they don't you. say it. I think they just they just do it. But so the sunglasses They just do help. it? They don't say first? They no, don't they give don't like a say warning? It. No. So um, you have a mustache. I have an eye thing going on right now. Yeah. We're, yeah. Which is, but it's, I think it's, it's not. We're pieces of shit. It's not like I'm, so it's not like a sickness or like a disease or anything. I think it's just a, a result of just like stress and like my kind of high flying jet set. Go, lifestyle. Go, lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet set is how I would describe you. Um, hello, yeah. friends. I went to bed at nine thirty last night. Hell yeah, dude. Played some Hearthstone. Nice. Yeah. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It's Blocked Party. Uh, this is episode forty-three. Right? Fuck, I don't even know. Yeah, it's forty-three. Is it? I don't. Maybe. I mean, we should really be checking this. Before. Yeah, I mean, that's unprofessional to not check it. But we're who? But who even that's cares? Fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's forty three. I was right. Okay. You guys always. But you were sure me. of yourself. Though. I know you're right. I should have been more sure, and then yes. you guys wouldn't have questioned it. Uh, but yes, I have a mustache. You have a mustache, and I feel like our guest. Our guest has a mustache too. Yeah, he must have known that we are all just a just three mustache the mustache boys. boys. Uh, he is. No, a, it's November, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's Mep. Moptember. Moptember. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone knows that. Uh, our guest is uh, a writer and one of the hosts of the Blink 155 podcast. Josiah Hughes is here. Hi, Josiah. Hi, Josiah. What's up, my mustache brethren? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just uh, going to go make some arrests. Becca really was the one you who do got look, me. You look like a cop when you have the, the sunglasses well, on. Yeah. I don't look like a cop because I look like a child. Yeah. But you, you look, look like a cop. Yeah. Well, okay. What I don't like is that um, Daniel, our producer, said that I always look like a cop. So no, I don't know. How, I, don't know co- how, no. I don't know how I feel but about that because you have stubble usually, or like like a light beard, and that's not a cop thing. Yeah, me. but I think it's more like my attitude. That's the st- like he so th- he thinks I'm like a cop. You would look like a stripper cop if you had the stubble. Oh. That's this. That's a stripper cop look is to have the stubble. I think. Yeah, yeah. But just the mustache. That's a cop look, and you look like a cop right now. Thank you. you I, I have the abs to be a stripper cop too. I think. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what everyone says. What do you think, Josiah? Could I be a stripper cop? I mean, I'm tempted to ask you to uh, do a little performance on camera here right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is weird that I, we are on like webcam right now talking to you. So it, it would feel very like authentic. You, you could do it. <laughs> yeah. But normally when you do this, Josiah, you pay for it. Just ignoring me. Right. <laughs> well, I did pay. I don't know if you know this, but Stefan made me pay. Yeah. <laughs> We're charging our guests now. Are we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when we have them in person, we pay them. But yeah. when they come on... On a webcam, you yeah. charge them. No, I charge all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know that you charge the people. Oh, so yeah. like I give them money and, and then, then they what? just give it right to me. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess that's true because you go- always you always ride the elevator yeah. with them after we do the show. And then I go buy beer. <laughs> and yeah, it's a great ride. Well, you don't get ID'd now. No, I don't. So no. so you, it's nice for you. I love it. Yeah. No, it's great. What do you think that says about your mustache that you don't get ID'd now? Well, it's that and the hairline and just the whole the deal. hairline, but your hairline hasn't like gotten that much. No, worse. but I think in combination with the mustache and well, also like I only buy beer from like the same two places. So I think it's right. more that than anything else. You know, gotcha. like, you're saying I, that you ask the people that you ask to boot for you are more willing to do it. Now yeah, they've stopped. They've stopped carding me. <laughs> yeah. I look so young that when I ask someone to boot for me, they card me first. <laughs> 
This remember, is like double illegal. I remember one time I was uh, outside of a liquor store or I was walking in and there was like these teenagers kind of like waiting around the corner and one of them was like, hey, could you buy uh, buy booze for us? And I was like, oh, no, sorry. And he was like, oh, come on or whatever. And I was like, I'm a teacher. Like, I can't. I definitely can't get caught buying booze for kids or whatever. And his attitude immediately changed. And he was just like, oh, no worries, man. Yeah, totally get that. Not a big deal. Like, that's, yeah, you're a teacher. For sure you can. No problem. So have a good day. That's like, it so was, polite. It was so polite. I mean, this is going to be a very Canadian episode. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling. So this, we're off to a very Canadian start Is that here. a Canadian? Oh, just the politeness? Well, that was so... Even just saying sorry, I know. Because I don't know about you guys, but we, we're both very Canadian, too, on my podcast. And we're constantly getting called out for our Canadianness and our and I thought that my co-host had more a more Canadian accent than me but apparently I do too so um, you have a bit you have a bit like, of one I think John is definitely the more Canadian of, of the two yeah, of us well I grew up in in southern Ontario yeah. so I got a bit of that and I'm a Vancouver on. boy which is like the least Canadian part of, of Canada <laughs> true right? definitely yeah, yeah. well and it, I, so I went on stop podcasting yourself and we talked about I referred to a cigarette as a dart and I mean, uh, that's, yeah. people in the stop podcasting yourself Facebook group really liked that. They liked they, it. Well, they okay. were just like, who, what a dart. What are you guys? Like they talking hadn't heard about? of that before. No, they'd never heard of a dart. Were these American listeners? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Cause I, I, but I thought dart was just, everybody called them dart. That's an Ontario that that thing. That was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Is it not a BC thing? The, the word "tuke" I find just sends people for oh. fucking spin. You can't say that. You you have to say <laughs> beanie. A beanie to me is the little the little hat that has a propeller on it. Yes, That's a beanie. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. That's the beanie. A toque yeah. is a, a toque is a toque. It's and you a know what cap. a beanie is because you wore I, one for ten years yeah, when you went to school. I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's crazy because I had the alfalfa hair underneath it too. <laughs> just in case the the propeller came off, yeah. you just wanted people to know. No. Yeah. Exactly. Something's always going to be sticking up straight out of my head. No, but you're. So your Canadian like booting experience where they like yeah. apologize for asking you to boot, yeah. which is insane. Uh, I had that something similar happen recently yeah. where I was in a liquor store uh, downtown, the one on I think Alberni. Okay, uh, around around there, you know, you know the one, the BC liquor yes. down there. So very busy. It was on like a Friday night, uh-huh. and. Uh, some like teen tried to steal like a, uh, like a 40 of vodka and like put it under his jacket and was like, kind of like walking through the store with it. And over the loudspeaker, this guy like called him out. <laughs> and then, and then, so the teen put it away and was like, sorry. And just like left. <laughs> And everyone in the store was just like laughing. Like, so what did he ex- say into the loudspeaker? Like, he, he, hey, I saw yeah, he's you. Like, t- he's like, yeah, get out of here. You know, get on, get. <laughs> not, not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's essentially kind of what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy to think that, yeah, like, I, I feel like a lot of people in that situation, their instinct would be like to just start sprinting. To run. No, but yeah. the, guy was, the guy was just like, ah, you got me. <laughs> ah, what can I say? Yeah. You know, ah, well. I loved it. It was great. I always stealing shit is always funny to me because in when I worked at Safeway, we would have a, a binder of of people who like if you steal something, hey, uh, Mitt Romney over here. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke people get. Yeah. Um. So they so they they had a binder and uh, like if you stole something, they would take your picture and then they would put it in this binder and you're like banned from the store if you stole something. They made like, you pose for it? Yeah, like most of the time they wouldn't call the cops. Like okay. that was the compromise. It's like you're banned from the store. We're not going to call the cops, but you're banned and we're going to take your picture and they would always make them pose with the thing that they stole. <laughs> And I don't know why, like, I don't know if that's like, cause it's like, Hey, this is the section of the store they like to steal from. But 90% of the time it's meat. 
Yeah. Because that's like the most expensive thing in the store. And I guess it's like relatively small and easy to steal. So you just like look through this binder and there'd just be all these pictures of like, like imagine mug shots, but they're holding meat. I love that. <laughs> it's just so, it just be like so sad, like holding the meat they stole. That's really good. Yeah. Really good that's stuff. That's great. None of them would put it back, I guess. They'd no, no. Like, oh, yeah. whatever. I love that loudspeaker thing. That's good. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was everyone in the store just, it, it put everyone in such a great mood. It was just yeah. very, very funny and pleasant. My so, favorite uh, liquor store stealing experience was the, there's a liquor store on 17th Avenue in Calgary. Um, and there's a homeless guy in there holding like a comically giant pizza box. But he just sort of like openly walked out with four cans of Palm Bay <laughs> so that it was immediately they're like, Come on, what the fuck are you doing? Put that back. So he put it back, and then I I was kind of leaving at the same time, and he got outside and opened the pizza box, and he had probably like $300 of hard liquor in the pizza box. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the, old, the, old, the old classic Palm Bay technique. Yeah. Yeah, Palm Bait and Switch, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> that's, okay. so, that's so smart, is like, is distract them with like the, the shitty, like, well, so Palm Bay. Yeah, it's kind of like what I do, like if I'm going to have sex, I make my girlfriend watch porn with like a much larger penis, and then I'm just like, ha. Ah. Wait, how does, what is, how is that any, what? It's the same thing. How is that the same thing? It's exactly the same thing. How is that the same thing? It's just distracting her with the idea that the penis is bigger. But 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 in this case, the Palm Bay is the big penis. But actually, the the liquor, the liquor in the pizza box is the big penis. Your penis is the Palm Bay. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's bad. But, but no, but they're distracting with the small penis, which is the Palm Bay. Yeah. So you have it backwards. Then. Well, no, but I don't. But I don't have it backwards because it's just it's the same. It's the no, same. No, no, it's principle. not the same principle. At it all. is the same no, principle. It's not. Just because the small penis and the big penis in this situation are reversed. But then it's a different principle. It's the exact opposite. No, principle. but it's well, it's but it's kind of the same principle. But how it's is like it the, the same idea, principle? You it's the opposite. With, you distract them. But you're with, distracting them with a small penis. Yeah, is the Palm Bay. Yes, I get it. Right? I know what you're saying. Yeah. And then but the big the penis is principle. the hard bar. You're distracting them with no. something, and then you you know took. Well, that's but it's a totally it's the opposite. No, but it's the same. No, though. because you're it distracting like, her with the like you had you had that thing about your dick ready to go no matter what we were about to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I thought I was like that'll be a fun analogy to talk about on the show, <laughs> and we'll just breeze right by it. Stefan's not going to call you out for it or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. It's it's not this. God damn it, dude. <laughs> what? So Palm Bay. Uh, this is another Canadian thing, I guess. Too right? Is Palm, is Bay, Palm Canadian? Bay Canadian? I feel like Palm Bay is Canadian. Palm Bay is like. Like, like uh, a breezer, like, like a, a breezer, breezer, like a, a smear off ice sort of. It's not like yeah. a white claw because it's not a seltzer. It's not a seltzer. No. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a Canadian line of vodka cooler beverages. Um, and I remember when it first came out, you could get away with like easily drinking it in public because it just looks like a pop. Right. <laughs> like for the first couple months, you could just drink it on the beach or whatever. No one would right. care because it looked like a pop. And then they, and then they, they figured on. out like, oh, hey, that's that's no pop. Yeah. That's a that's a very very uh, overly sweet uh, vodka. That was the only time yeah. I got drunk because I also thought it was a pop. Did you actually? No, no. That seems like that. I felt like you were leading into a really good anecdote. Though. No, I've never been drunk. No, no. Damn. Okay, so that's going to be a new Patreon goal. No, no. I don't want to get drunk. Okay, but you're going to get high. High's fine. Well, I don't really want to get high fine, either. Yeah. But you're like, get high with me and Chris James, you're which love that's that. a big time mistake. <laughs> that, there's no question about that. Chris is going to start pranking me or some shit. Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's going to go badly good. for me. Yeah, but whatever. That's fine. Josiah, have you ever been drunk before? <laughs> I have. I've been <laughs> drunk. I've been drunk so many times that I don't drink anymore. I've, oh, uh, graduated. Yeah. Wow, my dude. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. Good for you. So like you, you, you're in that lucky 
space where like when you tell people you don't drink, they're like, good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I've never drank. People are like, "Oh, you're some sort of dork." It's more like, "Yeah, I've be- I beat all the levels." I'm yeah, done yeah. Now. People are like, "Holy shit, you're so fucking cool. Yeah. You're so cool. You had to stop." Yeah, you I mean, you, you prestiged. Yeah, yeah. You got all the trophies. You got that one platinum trophy that everyone's like, "Well, no one's ever gonna get that one." It's nice too because you can have like the the anecdote about going to the liquor store because I've been to one before, but I can also have the air of superiority knowing that I don't drink anymore. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, uh, to be fair, I I also have an air of superiority about. I mean, he does. So it's about uh, everything. I would say. Yeah. Everything. What are you talking about? You had an air of superiority about that the the penis joke you just made there. There. I it wasn't was an air of superiority. It was well, you said of... you were right about it, and that yeah. it was a good. It was a good analogy. Yeah, it was a good analogy. This, this chair is uh, falling apart. By the way, this just came off the chair. Okay. Well, so okay, fine. Here, I'll do your different analogy. Okay. I show my girlfriend porn with a micro penis, and then she's like, "Oh, that's disgusting." That's too far. Pombe is not micro penis. And, and then I come in with my little ding dong, and she's like, "Whoa, that's way bigger." Hell yeah. Okay, we're getting closer. I feel like that's exactly. I right. think we're getting we're getting closer. Okay, what if in this scenario my girlfriend is drunk on Palm Bay's? That's just muddling it even more. No, I thought that's now we're exactly the same. <laughs> no, because thing. there's still a micro penis involved, right? No, but there's Palm Bay's now. But no, but that's just adding to the, that's okay, complicating. She's things. drunk on Palm Bay's. Okay, no, no, no. I'm drunk on that. Hard anal- that analogy works if the homeless guy had a micro penis also. Okay, yeah, well, he has to be there at this yeah. point. Yeah. Okay, does he have a? Did he have a micro penis, Josiah? Could you tell? I think it was a healthy average size from what I could. I mean, mostly it was in my hands, but um, it felt about right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I think we're, okay, we're on the same page here, I think. Do you guys, uh, you guys know the, there's the, the, the guy, the, the porn star who, who's like very, very like skinny and has the, has like my body. I don't know how you think I'm about to identify a porn of like a male. Porn no, but star. you don't know. His, I don't know his name, but the thing that pisses me off with this guy. Okay, so he's skinny and short. It's yes. So he's, it's not this guy. It's not Brian Silva, Dan. It's not, please don't bring up Brian Silva. Okay, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Brian Silva is the gratata guy. Uh, that means nothing to me. It's not Brian Silva. I forget what the guy's Didn't name he, is. I feel like Brian Silva started as a viner and then he became a porn star, which is like, what a terrible career trajectory. Yeah, he, st- he started out as a weird Twitter account and then became a band. Yeah. Uh, and that's a reference for uh, for like six people. Uh, yeah, it made no sense to me. Um, <laughs> so, no, good. no. So, uh, but the thing with this guy is, yeah, he's got like my body and I'm like, okay, fi- some representation finally. But he has a huge dick. He's well, like an 11 yeah, inch porn. penis. No, I know. But when you're going for the representation, you can't, you can't half ass it like that. You know, it's like, oh, finally, we got a, we have a really like freakishly skinny, like child in this, in this porno video. Yeah. Is that what you <laughs> say? Finally, there's a this child in my porno video. I didn't say, video. I didn't say finally there's a child in my porno video. I mean, that's literally video. exactly what you said, Dan. Well, yeah, what did you Google we're, to find that? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to need you to, Dan, no, we're going to need you to leave that in. Don't mark that. <laughs> I, you're like, Dan, slow it down and do like an instant replay. Yeah. Dan, when yeah. you, when you're like, oh, we better cut that i'm like yeah cut it into a clip can we I actually can post you know what we need Twitter. to we need to, this is a podcast first i think we need to get a, like a drop where it's like instant replay and then you can do like a slow-mo mm. thing of whatever stupid shit i just said yeah i like that. so i think we're gonna do that we're gonna get yeah. that in hopefully for this episode oh yeah um do you want me to say i'll just do here so you can cut yeah so Instant replay. Is that good? And then maybe we'll have like a like a sound drop or something. Um, but he, yeah, I feel like he should have a he should have a tiny penis. So you want to watch a porn where someone I'm not is gonna fully watch representing it. you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but you're not going to watch it. I'm, okay. So and tiny is maybe a bit. Okay, but then what? There's so someone what, out there who would want. I think he's John. He's saying it so that your girlfriend can watch it. 
in your oh, yeah. analogy. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, we're okay. back to this. All right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I, don't I don't know the guy you're back to it. No, no, that's okay. I do like that. You're like, Hey, yeah, you know, this guy, I don't know. You know him. You've seen him in the, like the pop-up ads on the side. Or I mean, I don't think so. No, I don't know. That doesn't ring a bell to me. Do you know who I'm talking about? I mean, I think Dan does. Dan is looking up skinny porn star with massive Well, you don't have penis. to look up with massive penis. <laughs> big dick, skinny chick. Okay. Skinny well, I, guy with a huge big dick. Okay. This I is, mean, this is we not. Just, we don't need to. No. This is getting out of control. Why don't we talk about the 9-11 comedy show? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, are we talking about that in the social media update? I guess is that, that your... my social media update is, uh, is the Gronkowski thing. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Well, then, so we'll just skip over it. We don't have to talk about the 9-11 no. it, thing. Well, you, yeah, you don't want to give them the attention. I will just say it was very stupid and no one came to I see it. I wrote a newsletter about it. Yeah. So if you want to read about the 9-11 comedy show that happened in Vancouver on 9-11 featuring Vancouver's absolute worst, <laughs> I can't, can't even call them comedians because they're not, um, <laughs> then read my newsletter. It's on patreon.com slash blocked party. And from there, we'll move into our social media updates. Josiah, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media, my friend? Um, let's see. I mean, my social media itself is kind of the usual, uh, a bunch of terrible screenshots of shit that get about three faves, and then every once in a while something pops off. So that's whatever. But um, the, the thing that's really kind of consuming my whole life is that all of our listeners of our podcast have started turning like any joke we make into a single purpose Twitter account related okay. to our podcast. So there's like, I'm not joking. There's like 200 blink 155 single purpose Twitter accounts. <laughs> wow. That are just like, it's, it's really, it's quite overwhelming actually. Um, I even mean, that just sounds cool. We don't have any of those. We have one. We have the uh, wow. Ro- Robin Hood Flower esports. Oh yeah, that was good. That's the only one I think that anyone's made. Yeah, and and right. then the out of context block. Of context that's more one. general one. But they though. haven't so, updated that since they made it. Yeah. So yeah, give, so us, you're, give us some you're examples. Like, your out of context one that you have. Yeah. Um, are those people actively trying to ruin your career and life? <laughs> because ours is like so out of context <laughs> that they're basically what you were just doing with the child porn thing. It's that, but well, don't call taking... it the child porn thing. But <laughs> I mean, so, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. I think if you, uh, the key thing is to refer to it as that with capital letters, so people know that it's like the incident. Right. right. Well, okay. Yeah. Anyway, m- moving on. So, what? Give us some examples of these. Of these dated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of these one-off Twitter accounts. Like, what? Are, what are we dealing? We with? We have that? like so. There's two different quote ones, and both of them are like actively dedicated to just like taking the worst possible quotes with in the worst faith read of what we say. Yeah. And just like making sure that our name is so that when someone Googles <laughs> my name or my co-host's <laughs> name, <laughs> like this shit pops up. Um, so there's ones like that, and then there's. I mean, there's so many. There's ones uh, because we don't have, I mean, it looks like you guys are in a beautiful studio right now. Uh, one of Vancouver's best recording studios. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we're in the, yeah. the spare bedroom in my house. <laughs> so, yeah, you is can tell. Is that the studio that Brian Adams owns? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is the, the warehouse that we're in right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what it's called. Thank you. Yeah, you're um, welcome. Yeah, no, my co-host records like in his house, doesn't really have any doors, so you can always hear his wife making dinner in the background. So there's like a... a account dedicated to like what was she cooking uh <laughs> what, what were the sounds and then um like a big thing is so blink 182 has this album called dude ranch from the 90s um and we kind of just figured out one someone that we're friends with pointed out that like you know they have an album called enema of the state they have an album called take off your pants and jacket so probably dude ranch 
was a play on words to mean come because it's ranch from a dude. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So we've been running this this gag forever called Dude Ranches Come, but then it's like spiraled so out of control that somebody decided that the Blink-182 album Neighborhoods is female ejaculate. And so there's like, <laughs> like they'll just like make up a, someone will just come up with something while they're high and then it just becomes part of this horrible snowball that is following us everywhere we go. So it's just like, every time I log in, I'm like, oh, that offhand comment that i forgot i made is now someone's dedicated a twitter account to it. i mean that's what that's what podcasting is all about i think yeah yeah i would say so i Being mean a podcast fan yeah is what it's all about now, that's how you show that you like a pod th- th- is to <laughs> potentially ruin the lives and careers of the people absolutely who make it. yeah there's a new exactly. <laughs> there's a new blink album right because i know our, our friend dan listened to it and he was not a fan i mean i, I have you you've listened to it i would assume I have listened to it. I'm not going to uh, say my thoughts outside yeah. of the pod because that's of the course, whole yeah. point. Yeah. Um, what? Kinda... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking listen. You paid to be on here. Give our fans <laughs> the inside track, true. man. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, there is a new album. And uh, yeah, I mean, like everything, it's pretty bad. Um, it's going to be fun <laughs> like to talk about. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything yeah. they do is like bad in different ways. So it's really fun to talk they, about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of yeah. course. Okay. And I guess it's nice for you because it extends the life of your podcast. Exactly. Every yeah, time they like, put out new things, you're like, oh, cool. We can do 12 more episodes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it feels like a prison sentence, and other times it feels <laughs> like, uh, like, like we got another season or something. Yeah. I guess like once you had Mark Hoppus on the show, then what's even the point anymore? Yeah, well, I really want to get Tom because, like, Mark's fine, but Tom is the one with, like, true psycho energy. Well, all, the, like, all the, the UFO alien stuff, right? Like Exactly. And, like, I mean, some people think that he's being brainwashed or taken advantage of by, like, there's, like, true conspiracy theories following him around. And then there's also just, like, the Doesn't he, that, like, fund, like, a government, like, research facility or some bullshit yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he has, like... Some people think it's like basically a Ponzi scheme. Like he has a publicly traded UFO research company that they're always trying to raise stock to get the IPO. But then he'll, you know, he'll post about this shit and then he'll be like, I decided to wear my black jacket to my meeting at the White House because I'm still a punker at heart. (laughs) It's like, oh boy. He's so fascinating i love oh my god i love that yeah i think like have you ever just considered like making a shell ufo podcast (laughs) like i feel like that would definitely have the a a great chance of getting of getting him on there there's a listener of our show who uh works as a contractor for nasa and so we got him to email tom with his nasa email address and it didn't work so oh. it's gonna take it's gonna take something special. yeah but tom's one of those space weirdos who probably like has his own feelings about nasa you oh, know yeah, like definitely. like he someone like he'd be at a party and someone would be like hey did you hear about this new nasa thing and be like well i mean <laughs> Fuck nasa you guys know how i feel about nasa i mean i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. i don't we don't need to get into it here at this party but you know me and oh, NASA, just rem- it's a bit complicated <laughs> i just remembered another uh account related to our podcast and i don't know why this one exists or how it i mean it it definitely only tweets at us and about our podcast but it's called dirty gym sock full of cum <laughs> and it's just a, cool. a dirty but the best part is that through me and since this is our like super cane con episode um through me the dirty gym sock full of cum 
it's an American person, but they've started fighting with Ed the Sock. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. So Ed the Sock, I guess, is the Canadian version of like Triumph, the insult comic dog. Yeah. I would say is the yeah. closest. The precursor. But more, Ed the Sock's been around forever. Yeah. But, but Ed, Ed the Sock is like, I would say, alt center. Yes. yes, for sure. And he's more he's more on the side of like music because he, he was on much music, which is Canadian MTV. Yeah, um, I did the Winnipeg Comedy Festival this year and Ed the Sock was at it. Dude. Oh, my God. Did like Because they're really trying to like bring it back. So yeah, he's got I a think, Twitter account, right? And, yeah. So because he kind of disappeared for like 10 years and then he's back now. And so what hey, I that think, happens to me whenever I do my damn laundry in the dryer, you know, hey, I, I, I put two socks in here and now there's only one from my Netflix special. I mean, someone make a Twitter account just about how <laughs> bad that was. Uh, bad sock jokes. Uh, but the... Can't find my damn sock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's good to know that my mixed metaphor from earlier will gain no attention after that. I think it's that. going into a, a freaking uh, other dimension. Maybe there's like a sock dimension out there. Hey, oh. Tom, uh, get researching that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, How long can we keep this going? For? I'm pretty sure that Ed is the guy who like runs Ed or puppets. Ed is married or dating this like woman who's like kind of comedy adjacent, but like isn't really a comedian. Okay. And so the two of them perform it together. It was the 9-11 comedy lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's married to a sock. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for her. But uh, yeah. Well, so Ed, they, is, Ed the Sock also like ran for the Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario in the 80s <laughs> before he became like a much music guy. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, that actually cool. might be the most Canadian sentence that has been uttered on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. which Ed is insane. Yeah. Ed the Sock ran for the Progressive <laughs> Conservatives Conservative in the 80s before he went Became to Much Music. Became a VJ on Much yeah. Music. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's like 3,000 people at the same time just like taking their headphones off and what the fuck are they talking about right yeah. now? What is this? I mean, it's a real thing we're talking about, but yeah, so we... Uh, anyway... It, so the lady talks like she goes up to the like main microphone and then Ed's like obviously behind some sort of object. So the guy like puppeting. <laughs> Why is okay, what are you talking about? I'm talking about this. He's a talking sock. What guy? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ed has to sit on something. So he's sitting sorry, on a, a right, sock okay. of some yeah, kind. Sorry, so Don't Ed's, you dare ruin Ed the sock. For okay. Right sorry. Now. Sorry. So Ed is just casually sitting on a cardboard fireplace. <laughs> 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 and uh, the lady and him have this like repartee and it is is it good it's oh, really good boy uh i mean <laughs> and it compared to this podcast so far yeah pretty good so but. i've i've hated ed the sock ever since so he used to do um at the end of the year on much music they would do like the worst music videos of the year oh, like cheese, the, the cheese awards fromage? Fromage, oh, yeah, fromage. yeah yeah, yeah. And it would just be him like roasting bad music videos. But one year in like, I swear to God, it was in the top five or I guess the bottom five. Uh, it was the darkness. I believe in a thing called love. And it's like, man, this is like clearly ironic and it's like very well done. And it's a great song. And he's like, look at this guy's like bad teeth, you know? And like, what's with his hair? And it's like, <laughs> right. hey guys, uh, the eighties called like, uh, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Stupid sock. You not get it? How do you not get this shit? You moron? Yeah. He's, so, yeah. he's, he's been the, dead to me since then. He's Ed one the of the socks you lost. Yeah. Ed the Sock's music critic chops are not. He's no Jessica Hopper or anything, that's for sure. Yeah. He's no, <laughs> Be- really he's no Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Ed the Sock. I used to love Fromage, though. I remember no, when I was No, I know. I liked it, too. Yeah. Uh, Until for, uh, that For happened. our American listeners, Fromage is French for cheese. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> God, dude, I love how Canadian this is getting. Yeah, this, it's I, good, I, I and it's going to get even more this. Canadian yeah. once we get to the block. But tail. I feel yeah. like I just the last thing I want to say about Ed the Sock is it's really sad. Like, and I don't know, maybe triumphs politics are similar but at the sock all he does now is like tweet like antifa is the same as fa or whatever <laughs> are, you, are, you like, fucking, are you serious yeah he's just like that kind of guy now <laughs> that sucks so bad yeah. oh my god ed the political sock so maybe you read oh maybe the god. darkness read was the the sign that he really didn't yeah no i think he might be right yeah i think uh triumph the insult comic dog is gonna be voting for uh evan mcmullen the cia guy <laughs> That's that's last I heard. Triumphant. Yeah, so he's a big centrist guy. Uh, I want to know who the dirty gym sock full of cum is uh, voting for. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll have to see. We'll have to get them to respond and and yeah. let us know. Uh, yeah. Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Uh, so Gronk Gronk is back in the news. Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. Because there was a there was like a rumor going around that he was going to come back to New England because they uh, they traded uh, Demaryius Thomas uh, to the Jets, I think. Uh, so they had a roster spot open and then Gronk like quote tweeted or like on Instagram or something did the eyes emoji, yeah. which means like, uh, look out, ooh, ooh, like, something ooh. could be happening. Ooh. Nothing's happened, happened yet, but he has like severe, like concussion It's actually issues. an Ed the Sock, uh, <laughs> Those are his the eyes. Tweets, yeah. Ed the Sock's googly eyes. <laughs> He was, it oh was the it's the bat signal, but for Ed the Sock. I really hope Ed the Sock the gets, sock gets mad at us about this. Oh, it's super possible. I yeah. mean, Canadian comedy is a small oh, yeah. place. It is. He's already yeah. on our asses. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he's supposed to be on our feet because he's a sock. <laughs> Holy fuck. Three Come for on. three. It's oh, killing it. boy. Uh, so uh, Gronk, I guess, did an interview. We're never releasing this episode. Yeah, right? we are. Oh. Yeah, this is coming out on Monday like it always does. Uh, Gronk did an Sorry, interview. I, I tend to do this to podcasts. to just bring out very more. <laughs> yeah, this is your fault. No, I'm, I'm How loving, dare you? I'm loving this episode. And this is sort of two. So we did the Will Weldon bonus episode. Yes. And that was also very Canadian. It was. And this is like a thousand times as Canadian. Yeah. This is just getting you People more are going to love it. I love this. So yeah. Gronk was, on a, was doing an interview about his retirement and his injuries and he and his concussions and he said basically like well i've had like five concussions or 10 concussions i've blacked out five times um but uh but like i'm i'm fine i would let my kid play football you know like because he was cl- he claimed that uh you can like fix cte basically. yeah it was the the quote tweet when he like quote tweeted chris nowinski the yeah, guy who's so, like studying all yeah, the, yeah so, 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 so i've got it right here so chris nowinski said i appreciate and respect that you have the guts to talk honestly about concussions and cte but right now cte cannot be fixed i invite your help in changing that and then gronk quote tweeted him and said it is fixable i fixed mine there are plenty of methods in this world that allow the brain to recover from severe damage that is also why i would allow my kid to play football so I would just say that um, believing CTE is fixable is like a sign that you have CTE. Yeah, pretty severely. Yeah. So and I, I yeah, love that's not great. I love Gronk. He's, sure. He's yeah. like a very happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. He got out like relatively early. So yeah. I mean, obvi- but obviously his brain is still like totally. Oh fucked. yeah. Um, yeah, he's gonna definitely have like a, a career turn where people are like, "Ooh, you really lost your essence." Yeah, so <laughs> he's not gonna be happy go lucky for much longer. Our friend, uh, Weed Guy Four Twenty Boner, we were talking about this in, uh, yes. in, in the group chat. Our friend, and uh, and he was like, uh, "That's definitely like a tweet you want to like save for like five years from now when Gronk goes like completely nuts or something." But. Uh, the thing I really like about, about this yeah, post. Yeah, that'll show him. Yeah. Gronk well, it's goes, not going to show him. It's just going to be kind of like. goes crazy and like shoots up a mall or something. And yeah, then you're and like, you oh, dig up. look at this tweet. We, uh, <laughs> well, you, don't, you don't have to point it out. You just have to retweet it. Wasn't fixable. Yeah, you just retweet it, you know. 
Um, but the thing I really like about it is that like, okay, let's say even like, let's say it is fixable. Like traumatic brain injuries are fixable. Sure. Uh, to be like, that's why I would allow my kid to play football. You're basically saying like, yeah, I'd allow my kid to get like a severe brain injury because you can fix it later. Yeah. So he would have a severe <clears throat> brain, in- brain injury for like a while. Like he'd be hurt and he, and he'd be like, he couldn't, he couldn't uh, go outside. You have to the lights off all the time. You know, he'd be in the quiet room, but he'd be fine in like, you know, 10, 20 years, whatever. So I think it'll be it's fine. worth it. You know, it's fixable. It's like saying like, uh, like, oh, I don't care if my, my kid breaks his leg because he'll recover from it. Yeah. Right. Like that's completely insane. Right. Yeah. I would let, I would let my kid play football because if you break your leg, it's fine. The thing. Okay. So this is, people are going to, I'm probably wrong about this, but I swear I remember like, I feel like rugby and like Aussie rules football, there's like less con- of a concussion issue. What is going on at your house? Is that, is, is that, Tom, you hear is, that? Is, 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 like is Tom wind outside. outside your window in a UFO? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I just moved. And so there's a lot of echo in this room because we don't have any furniture yet. And, Sounds like a fucking. It's a very outside. very windy day. Yeah. yeah so you're, you're in you're in Toronto now. I'm in Montreal. Montreal. Okay. So it's very very windy day out there. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. I think it's the it's uh, Gronk from the future telling you. <laughs> yeah. Telling exactly. me okay. <laughs> I kind of like the sound of, of like wind like that. Though. Oh I yeah. Sort of it's like nice. that. when you're inside and you're like all cozy and stuff and you can hear the wind outside. Yeah. You're like. I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not cozy. Out there. Yeah. I wouldn't say that this is a cozy experience right now, but I'm definitely inside. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm like quickly googling Gronk while you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but the so so I and I could just be talking out of my ass here, like I always am. But yeah. my understanding is that with like rugby and Aussie rules football, there's like less of a concussion issue because no one's wearing like like you don't have the helmets and the padding, so you're like not going as hard. You well, know what I mean? It's Isn't part that of it the is idea? that you also like in football, you're taught to tackle leading with your head. Yes. Yeah. Whereas like in rugby, you definitely but don't you feel lead you with also your head. feel more invincible. True. Presumably when you have all the padding, you've got the, the hard helmet and everything. So you're just like hitting with your helmet. Like like you said, whereas like so like I wonder it would never happen. But like grandfathering in football where there's just like no helmets and less padding because mm. kids are going to be like, OK, well, I'm not going to tackle is hard now because that's completely insane like it would change the game it would probably never happen but is that i mean the solution is just to so stop this, playing football so this and just ban it. tweet your solution is no to, helmets no helmets and no pads well because because then well, i you think know, you're less okay, likely to yeah for the CanCon, for the purpose of CanCon, for the purpose of me being the pop punk expert i gotta just say okay that that is the name of a simple plan album no pads no helmets just balls there you so, go um, and that's about this whole issue i think it's uh, it's like a rock <laughs> opera about a guy trying to grandfather in no helmets and no pads to CFL. Just balls. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. balls. And he goes out there and leads uh, leads a winning touchdown drive for the Rough Riders with a minute left in the Grey Cup <laughs> with no helmet and no pads. Everyone else is wearing helmets and pads. And that kind of changes the whole game. Yeah. Just balls. He just has his balls hanging out. The guy from Simple Plan. But I am worried about Pierre. I am worried about Gronk. Yeah, like that's that seems very bad to think that. Uh, oh, and your not CTE only that, but like the dumbasses who are going to be like, "Well, Gronk said CT is fixable, so it must be." I look. I didn't look through the replies to, it, and I'm not going to. But I guarantee that th- there's three very shitty accounts in the replies. You've got the sports talk Barry moron. Oh yeah. Uh, you've got the the third third year letter letterman like football coach one, which also sucks ass. And you have the guy who pretends to be like the Ram truck. 
Uh, and all three of those guys are just like the fucking worst. And I think two out of three of them have podcasts and they just, they're horrendous. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. One of them is me. So <laughs> but the Ram truck one is really funny. Cause the whole bit is like, uh, he'll reply to like AOC or whatever and be like, uh, well, like, uh, that's interesting. But like the Ram truck gets like, you know, it's, it's a very Torque. powerful tree or whatever, all that stupid yeah. bullshit, but he'll, he'll break character occasionally. So uh, I saw him replying to a post about like the last Jedi where he's like, uh, Ray was like the biggest Mary Sue of all time. And I'm a truck also. <laughs> just kind of ruined it for me, you know, but that's my social media. Really, ru- really ruined the illusion is, for you. Uh, is like a good dumb athlete tweet. We haven't yeah. had one of those in a while. So. And Gronk is uh, one of the best at, at doing it. I think the thing I like about Gronk, I'll just say this is that he's very dumb, but he embraces how stupid he is. True. He yeah. definitely knows he's dumb. Yeah. So I respect that. And I enjoy that. Maybe yeah. that's why he doesn't know if he has CTE or not. That probably, I mean, yes, probably. So good point. He is very, he's very dumb, but he's dumb in a very charming way. So true. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Feel better, Gronk. <laughs> John? No, he's already fixed it. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Keep it up. <laughs> um, social media update. Very simple and and nice. Just sometimes it's nice to just have kind of a fun one. Yeah. Uh, so this one. Uh, Ours this, weren't fun? Well, yeah, they were fun. Actually, they were oh, both. Oh, CTE is fun to you? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Actually, they were both, they were both fun. I have to say this week, sometimes we get a little bit more stuck in the mud. You yeah. Know? No, but this one was true. a little yeah. more. We're more stuck in the yeah. cum this week. If yeah. You know what I mean? Well, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, Becca actually found this one. This was from uh, Nicola Megan on Twitter. She's a music writer and broadcaster from Scotland. And she just she uh, took a picture of a news article and she said, I have read this and read this and read this. I'm not sure that I ever need to read anything else. Okay. Uh, so this is the news article. Very short. Uh, the, the, the headline is missing woman mystery solved. Oh yeah. <laughs> a group of tourists spent hours Saturday night looking for a missing woman near Iceland's Elja Canyon only to find her among the search party. The group was traveling through Iceland on a tour bus and stopped near a volcanic canyon. Soon there was word of a missing passenger. The woman who had changed clothes didn't recognize the description of herself and joined in the search. But the search was called off at about 3 a.m. when it became clear the missing woman was, in fact, accounted for and searching for herself. God, I would I would pay like $1,000 right now to have been there the moment they figured it out. Oh my God. Because who do you believe? I wonder if she figured it out. She, I, I feel like she probably figured it out like pretty quick and was like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I can't, I, I'm too embarrassed to say anything. Right. I found that, I, I found that story so comforting because like three years ago, I was at a family reunion um, with like 50 relatives and I had borrowed my, I call her Oma, but like my grandma's car, my Oma's car. And it was like a pool party and it was time for us to leave. And I was like, oh, fuck. I lost Oma's car keys. And so I was like stressing. And then I told my brother and word got around. And then like literally all 50 people were turning this house upside down for it, literally an hour. And then I realized they were in my pocket the entire time. <laughs> and I guess just like the feeling of like wearing swim trunks instead of regular pants. I didn't feel yeah. the keys there. The, net, the netting so, sort of like blocked it, right? The, there, yeah. There was like this moment where I was like, how the fuck do I reveal this? So did, I just did, pulled, I literally just pulled them out and everyone started yelling at me. Like, so you didn't do, so see what I would have done. I, I Did you consider like planting it somewhere and finding it and being like, I, did. I found it. I did. I, I did, but I discovered them in such a like sincere way oh, in you front like of my brother. Out. Yeah, okay. Because I, yeah. I think I tried to scapegoat my little brother too at the same time, <laughs> but it's like it just didn't. None of it worked. 
But yeah, like I feel like, so my guess is she figured it out around like midnight. Right. And then was like, oh, God damn it. Okay, I can't. <laughs> but like, I, like, I think she was hoping that they would like maybe call it off for the night and then she could like show up in the morning or something, right. you know? Or maybe she was hoping that someone fell into the canyon and then it would be like, oh shit. Well, that like it was so, like oh like like someone in the search party yeah died like fell into the canyon so that and would died, sort of like make everyone that, forget exactly. about her well no just that it would like they'd be like oh the woman obviously fell into the canyon she's dead but it's a different but she'd be wearing something different though right that's the thing well yeah because yeah, yeah, she needed like a fake mustache or something yeah she yeah. should have she should have gone missing and then they would find her the next day and be like oh we found her but then they'd be like oh fuck this lady on our search party while searching has gone missing now so now we need to find her. You know what I mean? Like they could, she could have pretended that they found her, but then they would have thought that the other version of her was missing, right? right. Because she's wearing a different outfit. Yeah, yeah, I think in this case, when you're being searched for, you you almost have to go missing again. You have to sneak off, basically. Sneak yeah. off, and then when they find you, then you could just like make up a story about how it was like the worst experience of your life, and now you need to live life to the fullest and just like have a bunch of sex with people in like the bus party, and maybe the tour company would like, be like, "Oh, this is all your fault. You took me into this place," and like you could sue the company, get a bunch of money, have like a crazy orgy with all the bus people. Yeah, you guys see what I'm saying? Yeah. What? Is, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, hmm. you know yeah, what I mean? I like, think... if you go missing on a tour, would yeah. you not be like, "Hey, it's." the fucking tour company's fault i'm gonna sue their ass they 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 lost me right so you so you you become aware of this then you go okay shit i, I better go off and hide rather than say anything so you go off and hide and then like where someone would find you because then when they find you you'd be like holy shit this tour company lost me what the fuck and yeah. then you'd sue them and or then you threaten to sue them exactly yeah. and then maybe they give you money or even just your trip for free yeah and then also you'd be like wow like when i was out there in the woods when i was lost like i really i thought i was gonna die out there so now i have to like live life so to the I think what then you have an orgy in the canyon. Okay. Anyway, what I would have done is I would have like told when I realized it, I'm assuming maybe they're searching in pairs. Okay. Like ideally they're searching in pairs for this. I would have told my partner, look, I'm the missing person, but let's, let's not let this get out. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to the bus, get changed into the clothes that were described that I was wearing when I went missing and then I'm going to kind of just like run away from the, and then you can find me and you're going to get all the, the glory for finding me and we'll just keep this between us. That's what I would have done. Right. But I th- she fucked it up. So what, which leads me to believe that she knew, kept it from people. And then someone in the group was like, wait a second. And then someone from the group realized it, which is like the worst thing that could have happened, you know? Right. So yeah, that's, that's a very, that's a pleasant story though. I like yeah, that. Yeah. It's the kind of, I actually feel really bad for her to be honest. <laughs> I just, probably cause I can relate to it so well. I'm just like, Oh, that poor lady. It's yeah. just very, yeah. The, the feeling of like knowing you fucked up and like, you're just like holding off from, well, from, and being a missing person is a lot worse than missing car keys. I, like people in the search yeah. party are like, Holy shit. This woman died on this tour. What kind of car was it? <laughs> Oh, it's like a shitty grandma car. It's fine. Oh, I should have, okay. I should have just lost them on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, you need to not drive this Skylark anymore. Get a new yeah, exactly. vehicle. This is a sign. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, I also uh, oh. this, the family reunion was for a wedding at my uncle's house, and it was like the wedding was in the backyard, and I went inside to use the washroom, or I guess bathroom, if you're not Canadian. That's a weird thing, also. Yeah. Um, so I went in, during the. 
speeches. I like walked inside to use the washroom and I completely walked through the screen door and like destroyed it. <laughs> and they were about to sell their house. And they were like, I just like fucked up so badly. And, and again, completely sober, um, just like falling apart everywhere. That was- How, that's incredible. How do you walk through a screen door? I don't know. I think I was like trying to be inconspicuous too much where I didn't want to. I mean, honestly, I don't know. But the rest of the speeches, when I was back at my seat, I would watch all of my relatives struggle with this broken screen door to get it in and out of the house. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that is, uh, I mean, it's a truly lovely story. A lot of good anecdotes. A lot so of far. very good anecdotes. And we got another good one coming up here. Exactly. In our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. That was a dual segue. A really good segue. Yeah, yeah we just really were we're feeling it today. Yep. We're on, you know we're recording in the morning. Maybe it's we're a little bit fresher. I'm we're two little, coffees deep right now. Oh baby, yeah. I'm one smoothie deep. So yep. we're really going for it. Uh, Josiah, uh, we, we I'm excited for this because we've we've been talking about CanCon. And uh, this sort of, you know, you it, it, people uh, wanted you to come on the show once you tweeted about being blocked by this person. This is the most really Canadian excited. block we've had, I think. It is no question <laughs> yeah. about it. Uh, so yeah, I'll, the floor is yours. Tell us about your about your block. Well, okay. What I've realized, especially because I have like one of those very undeserved blue checks, like I just sort of pretended I was applying as a joke when I was very sincerely applying for my blue check, but. I have one, and so now people have to like read my shit all the like you know you can't hide from a blue check. When yeah. You, so the rep- all the replies get read, and I've really been flying close to the sun because oftentimes when I shit talk on Twitter, it it ends up like for the better. Like I was shit talking Imagine Dragons one time, and then the singer got really upset with me, and I invited him on to Blink One Fifty Five, and he came on, and he's like my friend now because of that. <laughs> 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 Like, I'm literally friends with Dan Reynolds now. So I'm like, you know, it's worth it to try. To I guess I'm nagging people. I guess I'm yeah. just like a, yeah. a pickup artist. But now that didn't work with, with your block. If you take away anything from Blocked Party this week, it's that <laughs> yeah. nagging people is always good. If you have a blue check mark. If you have a blue check mark. Yeah. If you have a yeah. blue check mark. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the, the person I was thinking, like, and you know, this person is um, sort of fallen to the wayside a little bit i thought you yeah. could use a friend i'm i'm open-minded enough to become his friend but i thought you know i i can't be friends with someone without joking around with them a little so so yeah i'm talking about mike bullard who i think i'm going to need you guys to help me explain who he is because it's it's very difficult he's to like sure. uh, I, can, I can i can do it can i can i just tr- yeah, can you I go quickly for, yeah. he's like canadian bill maher oh mm. but like but but bill maher is still like successful and like famous now yeah but he never had a political show did he? Wasn't no. he very? Wasn't he political on his talk show? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. I mean, he's so, his talk show is mo- the the thing that most people know about his talk show is when Tom Green brought the dead raccoon on and gave it to yeah. him as a guest, and they had to like stop taping because Mike was puking. He was puking. And, yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't know about this. Oh yeah. So yeah. So Mike <laughs> is there Bullard, a video of this? Yeah. So Mike, yeah, there is. Mike Bullard is a uh, he's a Canadian comedian who was famous. Uh, for doing crowd work. So like that was like his whole thing was like he would he would come to do a show 
and he would just talk to the crowd for an hour and just roast everybody. And that was like his whole thing. And he became very well known in Canada for this skill. And so Canada started a channel in the mid nineties called the comedy network, which is supposed to be the Canadian answer to comedy central. So they thought, Hey, we got to have a late night talk show who better to get than a guy who hates his audience. And so they started a show in the nineties. I want to say it'd be like probably 96 around there. 97. I remember seeing it growing up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. It is 97 because oh, right. Mike because Bullard's that's his Twitter, Twitter handle, handle is Mike Bullard 1997. And I had asked right. him, why is that? It used to just be his bio just said 1997 too. And he said, yeah, that was when my show started. There you go. So, so the show, the show was called Open Mike with Mike Bullard. Good and, name, uh, to be honest. Great name. And really good. in place of a monologue, he would make fun of the studio audience. Could you see the studio so, audience? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. They, they would have the studio audience lit super brightly. And it wasn't like a big, uh, if I recall correctly, they recorded the show at a theater in the back of Wayne Gretzky's in Toronto. <laughs> if I remember right, I could be wrong. Which is Wayne Gretzky's restaurant. Wayne Gretzky's restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Or it was at least very close. Because I remember I got my parents tickets to see it because they were big fans of Mike Bullard. And they went to Wayne Gretzky's for dinner and then went to open mic. But anyway, so they would <laughs> Put bright lights Just asking on the-, the server. Hey, where's the Mike Bullard show? Like you're asking where the bathroom is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, yeah. So they would like brightly lit light the audience. And then, yeah, that was the start of his show is he would just be like, oh, hey, sir, uh, fucking uh, nice glasses, you piece of shit. And then everyone would be like, <laughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah, that's but that's like literally the caliber of his crowd work. Like, <laughs> yeah. He really 100%. puts the emphasis on the word work. It like feel it's agonizing to watch because there's <laughs> yeah. no jokes at all. Super mean. Like you, it was like really just, like, mean. Oh, nice accent. Yeah, like, you, oh, you piece of shit. Oh, are you from Montreal? What a, that place fucking sucks, man. Uh, and then, yeah, and then he would have, like, you know, uh, the most bottom barrel celebrities you could imagine on the show and musical guy. I mean, he would get decent Canadian talent, you know, because they're like, well, I'm in Toronto anyway. Um, like Tom Green. Can we when- see this? Can, can you pull up the Tom Green? So we'll send you a link so you can watch this with us. Um, okay. Is uh, so this is Tom Green. Oh, I love when Tom Green had that haircut. Like oh the, yeah, the bowl cut. The bowl cut. Yeah, he needs to bring that back for sure. So yeah, so uh, that was basically like the the whole show was that he would have these like celebrities on. It was pretty bad, but the show was on for quite a while. I want to say it was like three or four years. He would do like kind of bits, and he would have like Canadian comedians on and stuff. Pardon me. And uh, yeah, so that's who Mike Bullard is. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna watch did- a clip here. Oh, okay, yeah. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, the reason actually that I, well, other than like the general tragic nature of him and wanting to become his close friend and sort of maybe go on a road trip together or something, I also was interested in talking to Mike because I agree that it was all like low-rung Canadian celebs, but I also have this like memory that I don't know if it's one of those like Bernstein bear type things, but... I feel like Blink-182 premiered the What's My Age Again video on open mic with Mike Bullard. <laughs> what? Really? Wow. And, like It's just like this childhood memory of mine. And, and, now, and now you can't ask him about it. Now I can't ask him about it. And also, like, because my co-host and I, you know, we've worked in Canadian media forever. We've been talking to people who worked at, like, Chum or whatever. And no one has, like, archives of the open mic show. <laughs> so we can't figure it out. But I'm like... Why would they have premiered that video on there? Maybe well, I did just imagine Blink-182 it. Blink-182 performed on Mike Bullard. I know so that's exactly, and I think that yeah. they were like, "Yeah, they this per- is our they new single." They performed "Damn It" on Mike Bullard, which is wild to me too. Okay, me so we we just sent you the link. Uh, I know you're on your phone right now, so it might be. 
Um, oh yeah, let's see. Oh, it doesn't oh, yeah, have video. It. It's just audio of Blink One Eighty Two performing. <laughs> which is Date cool. unknown. It says the show ran from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand four. Yeah, because I remember watching it in the early two thousand seven. I think seven it switched years. networks, or some, or maybe even the name changed a little bit. Uh, there was something. Yeah. About it. Oh no! It was it was it was recorded at the Masonic Temple. Wait, six years? They only did fifty eight episodes. No, that, that's got to be that that's, can't that's, be that's right. Wrong. That's yeah. wrong. Uh, but yeah, it says Mike Bullard, best known for his live act as MC at Mark Breslin's famed <laughs> Yuck Yucks, hosted this late night television show for five years, starting on the Comedy Network and then moving to CTV before jumping producers and networks for a final season on Global. <laughs> Mike Bullard, best known for introducing other comedians. That's right. Broadcast live before a studio audience in downtown Toronto's legendary Masonic Temple. Open mic with Mike Bullard featured panel guests and one musical or comedy act. It featured both national and international stars, mm. but kept its focus on the interaction between bullard and the audience so we've got sonic temple was also uh mtv canada afterwards i think oh, right shit. yes you're right okay so we've got uh the video now and this is tom green bringing a dead raccoon onto the mike bullard show and then mike bullard starts <laughs> puking is that correct yeah. i have not seen this <laughs> yeah no they literally have to cut him off and then mike like banned him from the show and was like tom green's like the biggest piece <laughs> like, of shit and he's never I remember coming back it being, i remember it being that cartoonish like technical difficulties please stand by kind of kind of thing i love tom green yeah tom green wild. rocks okay, okay let's play this shit. here we go <laughs> please welcome tom green this is the san francisco rush music is it it sounds like oh, yeah. it he's just tom green just came out with suitcases lady that's there and her hair is wild questions or shall we get right got, to what's got, in those suitcases and start breaking equipment <laughs> no it's, it's it's upsetting to me what's in the suitcase here mike because i got a new shirt to come on the show and i got a new haircut to come on the show because right. i want to look good in the show right right you want to look good when you come on the show right right you don't want to look like a stupid idiot when you're on television right you want to look really good right that's right that's and then derek derek harvey who writes for our show yeah. <laughs> he brings out the show's mascot right right and I'm all, I'm all done up to the nines here in my new shirt. He brings in our He's got the suitcase on. on the table. And it's all scruffy, okay? Yeah. That's the thing. And I'm looking at him kind of pissed off. Tom, is there a dead thing in that <laughs> He's got a garbage bag. See, we went oh, no. Mike is already really oh, pissed. Tom, don't. Oh. <laughs> oh, its head is missing, yeah, too? It's a, no, the head's oh, there. The it's head's crushed. There. It's oh. a, the tail just fell off. It's a dead raccoon. Oh, and Tom's like putting it in the the lady guest's face. I've got a new shirt. Don't come over here. Okay. And now he's carrying it to the camera. And, and I, uh, I say to him, you know. He's shaving, he's shaving the, the dead raccoon now. This is such a good bit. See, I put effort into it, right? I want to look good, okay? Mike is like wheezing. Right. Mike has left. Hang on. Stay tuned, number one, for the real statics. Hang on, Tom. And number two, a surprise visit from the Humane Society. <laughs> he's got the tissue paper. I like just the, the band just picks back. Like, he's like, oh, fucking. Uh, he's like basically still puking. Like, when the Humane Society is coming on this, like, do 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 So, okay, so how did you get blocked by him specifically? Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Since the glory days um, that we just experienced, <laughs> he's kind of. I think I'm trying to remember what he did. I think he was like he became a. 
this is the kind of thing where you need to throw around the word allegedly a lot, but yeah. um, he, you know, he's had to, he's had some different uh, career pivots. He was a Dr. Bernstein's weight loss rep for a while in Canada, yeah. and then I think he was was he an AM radio guy or something? Yes, yeah, he had an AM I, radio show. Tough to tough to talk to the audience when you're doing a radio. Because <laughs> if, if you search his Twitter account, it says you might like, and one of the accounts is Tom Green, which is very funny. One of them is News Talk 1010, and then one of them is Joe Warmington, Canada's stupidest opinion columnist. Yeah. Oh my God, so good. So that kind of so tells you all good. you need to know. Yeah. Oh. So basically, so, in in 2016, he was charged with criminal harassment because he was allegedly stalking a coworker. Uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Mulligan. Yeah. Um, and the Toronto Star did all this in-depth reporting and he lost his job. And now he claims that like the Toronto Star was full of shit and that they were wrong and everything. And he claims that that he did nothing wrong. But I th- I'm pretty... I don't remember the details. I don't want to say anything else about court shit. <laughs> it's too scary. Yeah. But, yeah. No, you know, that's a good idea. Oh, he was he was char- he was definitely charged with criminal harassment uh, from a co-host. And that's why he sort of pivoted to being a very tragic... Uh, Twitter personality, and he's currently working on a podcast called You Too, but uh, like hashtag, I think it's like a Me Too thing. I'm not uh, really yeah. sure. It definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is because he's. Ta- I've seen him tweet about it. Yeah, it says his bio says he's the host of the You Too podcast starting in September, uh, and then his bio says right in his Twitter bio, I was the a uh, falsely accused stalker by Kay Donovan at Toronto Star. That's yeah, right in like, his Twitter bio. I mean, good to get that out of the way, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, just if people were wondering. <laughs> yeah, why like, not? Give him what they want. But his tweets are, like, so good, honestly. When he's not talking about that kind of stuff, he's a fantastic. Uh, he's got some <laughs> the similar sharp wit on there, uh, definitely. So I was obsessed with retweeting him for a while, and then he followed back. <laughs> These are really – we're on his Twitter right now. <laughs> he, hashtag sex so bad that you call a cab right after she falls asleep, and it's your house. <laughs> This guy's like 700 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so and that good. also doesn't even really like the idea that you like, I guess he's calling a cab for himself, I guess is the joke. I mean, it's here. your house. You could just like, call drive or away. like call doesn't... a cab for her. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. it's yeah, that's <laughs> right. oh, God. Oh, so, this is good too. Irene, uh, Irene is tweeting at Mike. It would be such a pity. Irene, not. Yeah, no, Stefan's girlfriend, Irene. Um, It would be such a pity if you left for the States, but after how you've been treated by the pieces of shit in the broadcasting industry here, I wouldn't blame you. You worked your ass off for fame and popularity. Whatever way it goes, I hope the best for you. And Mike just quote tweets it. You're the best, Irene. Uh, (laughs) So he'll post photos of like his uh, hog. And his leather—he kind of is like Decker. Actually, sorry, his motorcycle. His, his, motorcycle. his motorcycle, right? Yeah, not yeah, his yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not not his actual hog. Um, oh. Well, his—I mean, his profile picture is him on his motorcycle, and his Twitter banner is a close-up of his motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, which is just, which is incredible. But did he, so did he did he block you because like someone like Megan McCain will block you for like retweeting her like old stupid post? Was it something like that or it was not like that? I'm trying. I'm trying to message it to you right now. Yeah, this I got it. Just, Okay, yeah, I sent it to you on, on Twitter. Um, okay, so basically, he did a tweet that I didn't screen cap because I wasn't expecting it to go this badly. I was, I was like, I was beaking at him. I was, we were chirping a little bit. I thought we, I thought we were friends, basically. <laughs> um, and he had tweeted that he had held the door for a woman two times in the last month, and they were mad at him. Uh, proving that chivalry is dead. And I, and I, you know, he's just, he's always doing that kind of shit. He's very right on the edge. That is where the Bill Maher comparison is maybe apt. Yeah. His uh, yeah. speaking truth to power structures that be. 
Um, so I said, oh, was it the same woman? You following her around? <laughs> and, and, and I, you know, I thought that was vague enough. It wasn't yeah. a full reference to the lawsuit. And he replied with that LOL. So I thought, okay, that's chill. Yeah, you're in the clear. And then, you know, that, so you can see with what I sent you, that was, yeah. that, that was six hours before I screen capped. And then an hour later, he was like, I'm sure by now you know the Toronto Star admitted Donovan made that up, right? So it's like, and then so he clearly is sitting at home for one hour, being like, "Shit, actually, I should tell this guy. Like, maybe he doesn't know that I (laughs) maybe doesn't know that I didn't stalk this woman." Exactly, and then sort of like proving that the, uh, I mean, no, not proving anything, but the allegations of stalking sort of, I started thinking about them more when I started getting a string of DMs from Mike Bullard. Okay. Um, so he, yeah, he, he wrote me, I don't want to block you, but that was a cheap, untrue shot. And this and is in I the said, DMs. Yeah, this is in the yeah. DMs. I got Mike Bullard, you can see him sitting on his cool uh, yep. motorbike in his leather <laughs> jacket. What a, he's so cool. Um, and I wrote, what do you mean? I was joking about you holding the door for a woman. And then he wrote, a lot of Femi Nazis retweeted it. Oh. And it's been retweeted by 31 of Cynthia Mulligan's friends. It's not true, so please delete. Uh, but uh, there were no retweets. I didn't get a single retweet on that one. So I said to him, it hasn't been retweeted once. What are you talking about, bro? Well, what about the likes? Forget it. We will just say bye. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> I think you knew what you were doing. That last oh. message is cropped off, but that was like, there was a good three hours before he blocked me. Like he said, <laughs> we're going to say goodbye to each other. Uh, and then yeah because there's even a half an hour gap where he goes what about the likes forget it we will just say bye and, and then, then 30 wow, minutes thanks. later wow thanks I guess <laughs> yeah. because maybe because you didn't say goodbye to him which oh, you're so proving he, his point chivalry is dead yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> you wouldn't even <laughs> sign off in the DMs Josiah <laughs> it's just really funny that he's like an Ian Miles Chung like incel guy now just this like <laughs> yeah, failed exactly. talk show host that's so fucking funny Good but the Lord. problem is like like I was really so um there's this guy named Leo Deho who has a YouTube channel where you should actually google Leo Deho right now it's L E O D E H O E he is basically a Tom DeLonge impersonator and he does these like insane Tom DeLonge impressions that are so unbelievably terrifying how much he looks <laughs> and acts like Tom um and we had him on our show one time and it was great except that he's like very he has a very European sense of humor in that he loves to say slurs. And so I had ah. to heavily edit it. And someone said, you having him on the show was like Bill Maher kind of thing. Like, you shouldn't <laughs> have done that. You crossed the line. And so I was actually like really having an internal battle, like up at night, losing sleep. Should I invite Mike Bullard on the pod or not? <laughs> and so him blocking me really kind of freed me from this moral quandary. That yeah, there you go. It's and now you can trouble. come on our podcast and talk about it. Yeah. And then <laughs> exactly. you don't have to have Mike Bullard on or anything. It's just a perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like too dangerous. Cause I, I become friends with these people and then, I mean, I don't want to signal boost what Mike Bullard is saying, but I also like it's fucking Mike Bullard. I mean, his Twitter is incredible. Yeah, oh, the, oh yeah, my god, sure. Dan Dan has it up on the big screen here and he just faved it from August 29th and he just retweeted it also. So this is going <laughs> to I'm sure he's going to say something about this. It's Mike Bullard, it's a picture of his legs and it says, "God, my legs are beautiful." That's really very that's very funny, but like maybe not for the reasons he was hoping. And he looks like he's wearing water shoes. Yeah, the first the first <laughs> picture he posted was like a newspaper, but it's like cropped like it's like sideways cuz he doesn't know how to like rotate photos yeah. properly. My prediction for 2020 is uh, Mike Bullard will start a talk show with uh, with with Milo? 
Yannapolis yeah. or whatever. Hell yeah. I, I feel like that's what we're, we're heading towards, you know? We're heading open, towards open the, Milo. It's a crash course. Yeah, yeah. Milopin <laughs> Mike. I think Mike hasn't like fully discovered the alt-right yet, but once he does, it's He's over. dipped his toes in, though, I think. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he exactly. needs someone to kind of bring him into the pool, and it, it will happen, for sure. And I'm glad wow. that it won't be me, because I would have accidentally done that, I think. So I'm just <laughs> I'm glad to be out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's over. It's over now. You can put it all behind you. Um, <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, we've got a great listener block this week too. Uh, just a just a real uh, a real short one, and this is one of my favorite bits to do uh, when you when you interact with a famous person on Twitter and just uh, get mad or sorry, like tweet at them uh, about something that they didn't do that yeah. like one of their contemporaries did. It's always a classic, and so this comes in from our friend Jose, and uh, he was blocked by Disturbed's. Uh, David Draymond, uh, you know, uh, of, of that guy's, that guy's insane of <laughs> fame, uh, in case, in case you can't remember who that is. Uh, so he writes, uh, though I'm no longer on Twitter. I recall being blocked by disturbed David Draymond at the height of David's toe dipping into Gamergate. I tweeted at him how I liked his song blind from his days with corn. He blocked me instantaneously. Yeah, no, that's a classic bit. It's just, just a great bit. That. I mean, this reminds me, we've, we've been talking about uh, pop punk and getting blocked by singers. Um, one of the best blocks of all time is, is Mike Hale uh, yes. tweeting uh, the big fat guy from bowling for soup got trapped in a Murphy bed and died. And like, didn't even tag him in the post and was blocked within like half an hour. And I don't think the guy snitch tag. I think the guy was just searching big fat guy from Bowling for Soup and he saw that post. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, what a great, uh, just a classic one. And this yeah. is always, Maybe I he was like, searching for a Murphy bed at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I find. How do I get out of a Murphy bed? That's how I shop for, for everything. I search it on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking for a Murphy bed. I should put this into the search box on Twitter. I wonder if anyone's selling one. Oh. Um, yeah, no, it's just great. I mean, I find, uh, you know, the first episode of the POD cast came out this week. Uh, my podcast, my new metal podcast with Brian from Street Fight. And uh, if you haven't listened yet, people, uh, people are should. loving it. People are loving it. Yeah. It's been really nice so far. Our first episode was on Significant Other from Limp Biscuit. And uh, one thing I found, and, and maybe you found this too, Josiah, uh, in, in the pop punk community, but certainly in new metal, um, those guys, even in the year 2019, are taking themselves as seriously as you possibly can <laughs> take yourself. Yeah. Like, it's Absolutely. just so, it's so wild to me. Like, for sure, I know, like, I know that David Draymond, like, was legitimately upset by this. Like for sure he would have been like, they don't have, there's not a sense of humor in most of these bands about how their music's like kind of a joke. They're just like, well, no, I mean, how, it's how, serious. How could you be in your late forties and get up every day and play music about hating doing chores? And have any, <laughs> like, as soon as you admit that it's even slightly funny, then it's over. You have to be completely straight faced. Yeah, that's a great uh, a great point, and yeah. I think that that's uh, that comes across uh, for sure in some of the research that that we've done so far. I do want to bring up one more thing from the yes. same era as the Bowling for Soup block. Yes, uh, this is our friend Loanaf Chen. Uh, I guess uh, someone died at Warp Tour 2012, like from uh, heat stroke or or lack or like dehydration or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was a hashtag going around: "Rest in peace, Taylor." And he posted on the hashtag, a teen died at Warped Tour today after a member of deathcore band Chelsea Grin threw a bowling ball into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people believed it and got really mad about it. And uh, it's just kind of the same era. I feel like that was around the same time as the, the Murphy bed thing. So They both have bowling. Yeah. In the and they both have well. bowling as well. Yeah. yeah. So Maybe that's the key. Yeah. If you want a tweet to go deep, you just have to have some <laughs> reference to bowling. Yeah. 
I do want to go bowling again, and I've been bowling for like five years. Uh, speaking of bowling, uh, you can donate to the show at uh, <laughs> okay. patreon.com. Just well, not even Apparently, trying. you have to bring up no, bowling. No, it's fine. So yeah, no, it's good. To, yeah. 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 Uh, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party, where every month uh, that gets you access to $5 a month, gets you access to two bonus episodes. Uh, we just recorded a very funny bonus episode with Will Weldon, uh, as Stefan was talking about, uh, a very funny Canadian. We've got some CanCon on that episode. And That's it's about just, me getting blocked by Bill Simmons. About Stefan getting blocked by Bill Simmons. We've got some Darren Ravel content in there. I know some of our fans uh, love to see us hate on Ravel. So that's a great episode. And we've got a really special uh, bonus episode coming up at the end of this month. We're doing another cameo bonus episode. We're going to have two very special guests. And a very special cameo. And a very special cameo and two very special guests. I know you guys are going to like it. So $5 a month at patreon.com slash block party will take care of that for you. If you hate extra audio content and you want something to read, Stefan and I are doing newsletters as well. uh, every week or so, uh, we're posting one, uh, it'll be Stefan one week and then me the next, uh, and that's $4 a month or $8 if you want both the audio and the, and the reading content. So check it out, head on over to our Patreon. And if you donate $50 a month, you get a free t-shirt. So that's nice too. Yep. And, uh, I'm almost have to smoke weed. Yeah, we're getting we're getting close. So we're getting pretty close. Thank you, thank you, everyone who's donating. We're getting close to once the, we get to five thousand, where John will smoke weed for the first time. We'll do a video weed. episode with with Chris James, and then it's when we get fun. to six thousand, uh, I will eat a Big Mac for the first time. This and is do, insane. And, I do mean, a, just... and do a peep this out style review God. of the Big Mac. Yeah. So we've so got the Big a lot. Mac is more the Big Mac is more of a sort of milestone than smoking weed for the first time. No, but we've just we just kind of forgot about it. Like, just realistically, you, it should go the other way. Probably once but. you just once you say something, then you're because you're gonna have the munchies, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Once I start smoking the weed, then I'm gonna want to have a Big Mac. Oh, I cannot wait for yeah. this. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's been rating and reviewing in the iTunes yes, store. Yes, keep that really doing helps that. Too. Uh, rating and reviewing, telling your friends if you love the show, and you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. Okay, Josiah, we like to finish every episode with the top three suggested by our guest. What do you have for us, please? I want to suggest that we do top three uh, Facebook groups. Okay. I mean, all right, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I got it because I haven't been on Facebook for a long time. Yeah, you haven't been. Um. But I can, okay, I can think of some here. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first, Sai? Yeah, okay. Uh, John, I'll send, you, I'll send you my first one on Twitter <laughs> here, if that's cool. Um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still have to go on Facebook for work. Like, I just kind of need to be on there sometimes. And I just sort of, I just openly add everything that comes across my feed. And it, the algorithm's getting more and more and more fucked up. Um, and so this is one of my favorites. This group is called, I Don't Suffer From an Addiction to John Bon Jovi. I enjoy every minute of it. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of... Which is like a really... I mean, it's also just a real healthy way of talking about addiction. No, I'm not... I'm not a, Like, that is what people who are addicted to substances say. I'm not an alcoholic. I just really like the taste of beer. What, do you, what can you say? I would just want to have 13 of them every day. It's not a big deal. So, yeah, I mean, that is pretty... That's pretty good. That's a great I, group. I mean, I... Like, I'm so... I'm so far behind on Facebook groups here. I got, I got to think this through. Um, there's uh Oh, I got, okay. This is a few years ago, but when there was like the, uh, the super racist, like anti Obama group and we, a bunch of us managed to become, uh, admins and like change the group <laughs> to like, uh, like change the, I forget what we fucking changed it to. It's something about like, uh, um, 
the con- you know we we love pissing and shitting on the Confederate flag or something, and we kicked all of them out as admins, and they started freaking out, and they they like lost control of the group and everything. So that was kind of a, a nice little throwback there. But hey, I got I I don't have to get up. I'm not going to get back on Facebook. That's just that's not going to happen. No, I mean you are. It is a thriving uh, there. I mean. I just love the sincerity of some of these posts. I'm so tired of all the irony everywhere. You know, let's just sincerely love things. Let yeah. people enjoy things is what I say. <laughs> John, you're number three. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking through Facebook groups right now and it's just, there's something about, uh, there's just, <laughs> I just, there's something about, I think it's just the nature of Facebook groups in general. Every one of them is funny to me. Like it could have the most regular title of a Facebook group. Like it could just be like, Hey, uh, it could just be like, yeah, like even a less extreme version, like John Bon Jovi fans or whatever. It, just for some reason, that's funny just by the fact that there's a Facebook group about it. Um, and so I'm just looking through some right now. And I, this, I mean, this is great. Uh, this group is called that's it. I'm wedding shaming. <laughs> And it's got a pic it's got a picture of a bride on it and it says rule cover all identifying information before posting no racism sexism homophobia body shaming etc uh, do not dox or go real life for any reason. The description of the group is, do you know someone who became a huge bridezilla after her engagement and burned bridges with all of her friends because they wouldn't fit the bill for her wedding dress? How about that kid who bullied you in high school and had a wedding that looked like the KKK vomited burlap all over it? Post that garbage here and let's have a laugh, my dudes. <laughs> Yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not I'm, on Facebook. I mean, should I join this group? You I, mean, should I feel join, like I definitely should join, should join this should. wedding. Yeah, yeah, the secret is to just join every group that makes you laugh a little bit, and then you'll forget that you joined it, and then your feed will be completely fucked. <laughs> oh, I love these questions. Oh, you have to answer questions. Some groups make you answer yeah, questions. Group. And this one is great. You see a wedding posted in the group that is your dream aesthetic. You love everything about it. What would you comment, if anything? Wow. <laughs> so it's That's like a they, tough question. Like, oh, you better shame it. Even though it looks like your dream wedding, you bet. Don't forget what this group is about. You little bitch. Okay. So that's your number three. What's, what's your number two, Josiah? <laughs> My number two, uh, is actually, it is incredible, but it's also the page is called incredible. Um, and this is sort of like a new discovery I've made where and the, the next one I'll talk about in a second is, is like, I'm really into the mommy groups on Facebook, okay. but now, now I've gotten into grandma groups um, and oh. this is just like a, this is like a kind of meme that I've never seen before in my life. Like it, it blows my mind, just the aesthetic of it. Everything about it is just like mortifying. So this page is called incredible with a period. Um, I just sent you one of the memes, but that's really the, funny that there's a period after incredible. Yeah, the, the images on here are just like so nightmarish. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know how to describe it, except it's kind of like the aesthetic of maybe something that's been designed on a pin cushion. Yes. Um, yeah. Hung up in a house, but all of these are just nightmare fuel. And then they're just sort of like memes about like, Oh my my friends will be there laughing with me in the in the retirement home or whatever. That's something you would see uh, at a thrift store on an island, and it would be like framed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just like yeah. a very remote thrift store. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of gradient. There's a lot of um, acrostic poems about being. Oh yeah, and you gotta wonderful. love the acrostics. <laughs> but it's just it's sort of it's such a pure, unironic meme. It's just so like 
perfect in every way, in my opinion. It has not been touched by the modern world. Yeah, these are really good. I also like that they all, all of them, or at least the ones you've sent, all like watermark incredible on it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah this great one's great. Too. Yeah, I am weird. Wonderful, what, exciting, exciting, interesting, <laughs> real, and different. Incredible. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do incredible for the eye in that one? This is a huge yeah. missed opportunity. Big time missed opportunity. Uh, <laughs> they got to keep the watermark separate so people don't You're get right. confused. I'm definitely yeah. going to put, uh, we'll tweet out some of those because yeah. those are fun. And you're joining hilarious. that group too. Uh, I'm joining incredible. Okay. Yeah. My number two is, uh, this was a couple years ago and I was part of the Flat Earth group. Oh, yeah. And those are always really great. But the thing I remember from it was this one guy who would always post videos where he like proved the earth was flat. And the one thing he did that I will never forget is he flew across the country and he took a, a level on right. his carry on. Yes, I remember you talked about this before. And <laughs> and he and he filmed the, the entire flight. It's like a five or six hour flight. He filmed the entire thing, like a time lapse of it. And he had the level on on had the armrest next to him for the entire flight. And he's like, this proves that the Earth is flat. Because the bubble didn't like shift or anything. And it's like, are you like, it was incredible. And everyone in the chat was like, finally, like we have, we have proof. We've done it. And it's, oh, I miss that group. Oh, that's, that's I would go back to Facebook for that group. That's good. Yeah. John, number uh, my two? number two. Okay. So this one, unfortunately I cannot identify it. Uh, but Josiah, you talking about mommy groups is really good. Cause I have a friend on Facebook and she has like a mom blog and a mommy Facebook group. And I've been around her and her children a bunch of times. Not a, not a good mom, just not a good mom at all. Just her, just her kids are, her kids are tyrants. And, uh, like truly some of the worst behaved children I've ever seen in my entire life. And like, is the type of person who will be like, Oh, my kid, like, I love my kids so much. And they did they, look at this cool thing they did today or whatever. And I was like, what about the part where they did this, this and this? Um, I was there for that. And it was really bad and horrible. Like, I just the, that's the one thing is like, I think, you know, obviously people talk a lot about, oh, you know, like it's easy online to put up these these like this fake life, you yeah. know, it's easy to make your life look so great, but I feel like mommy blogs are like the most egregious example mm -hmm. of that where there's sure. like, yeah, I'm a perfect mom. And like, Oh my God, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and then you hang out with these people and their children and you're like, Holy fuck. You're trying to tell other people how to parent. I mean, this is a nightmare. So that's my number two. I can't give any identifying <laughs> info, but I just, every time I see a mommy group, I'm like, you're probably not a great parent. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Cause I, I'm going to actually do a couple runners up with my number okay. one because I'm in so many mom groups. Uh, this one I just love. I love the name and the the image combination of this one I just sent. It's called Mombi Needs Coffee. It's like zombie spelled with mom. Oh wow! <laughs> and then oh, I'm in wow. I'm in this one called Mom's Got Ink. It's for like kind of cool tatted. Uh, oh okay. okay. But the one that pays off the most on on the regular, the one that I'm constantly just uh, wow, this one has three point three million followers. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> got ink. Yeah, I'm a mummy with a tattoo. Like <laughs> this is the greatest oh, one though. This group, I never get bored of this one. It's called Mommy Drinks Wine and Swears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just oh, getting just getting good. right down to the basics. Six hundred and forty-one thousand followers, and two of them are people I know, which is uh, not. Great. You should out them. Uh, you should out the people. 
<laughs> it says there are four women. This is our story. There are four women on the mummy drinks wine and swears. Yeah, because you'll, are- you'll notice the posts are signed off. So sometimes it's Great Lakes mommy. Sometimes it's Southern mommy. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so yeah. it, it says we're educated and entertaining with diverse backgrounds and experiences. We have a presence on Facebook and are trying to get an online store up and running, but we are exhausted from work, kids, school, and a million other fucking things. We try to keep <laughs> up on Twitter at mum drinks wine, Pinterest, and Instagram. Instagram, but again, we're exhausted and have no fucking time. We are a social <laughs> site for parents and non-parents trying to keep shit real with wit and wisdom. We discuss parenting challenges with humility and humor. We are an empowering collaborative that advocates for social causes impacting women, children, and families. We support small businesses and community networking. No joke. Support and advocacy is an important part of our vision. And we drink wine and swear. A lot. <laughs> a whole fucking lot. So please take a moment and visit our website for more insight into our mission and our to learn mission? more about who we are <laughs> yeah our mission baby and their mission it appears to be uh posting photos of uh or screen grabs of tweets with the username cut off and right. then like n- novelty like sweaters with all like the words in different fonts and yeah typeface. this is a uh, my new favorite sweatshirt great lakes mommy you smell like drama and a headache please go away oh uh, 3.4 uh, 3400 likes I might have reconsidered making it number one if I'd seen this post I just sent you, but it looks like the other day they kind of got themselves in some hot water because uh, they were hacked, and they said uh, we finally got we finally got rid of the piece of his we kind of finally got rid of the piece of shit from Pakistan that hacked them, and then it looks oh, like in the in the follows no. they said just so we are clear he was from Pakistan, but I would have wrote piece of shit from Detroit or London. It's not about oh. Pakistan being a piece of shit. It was the hacker. So no, I don't know. Why mommies. did you mention? Oh my god! <laughs> and then the first uh, quote is from top fan Kim Gary Douglas. Glad you cleared that up before some peeps get their panties in a bunch, all offended and shit. Love your page and all of your posts. <laughs> oh, that's really that's really bad. Paulette Boyden writes I don't understand why they would hack a sarcastic mommy group don't they know we understand we deal with toddlers and nothing phases us (laughs) oh my god and then another one uh, Kristen Kalanecki. Hey, I was born in Detroit. I take offense to the above comment. In the D, we are not chicken shit computer hackers. We put the gun right in your face and mess with you in person. Posting that in, a, in the mommy drinks wine and swears <laughs> yeah. Facebook group. I'm, I'll fucking shoot you. Oh my god. I That's understand real- why these mommies have been driven to drink and swear. <laughs> That's a really good number one. Um, my number one uh, comes from our friend John Hendren. Oh yeah, because he's he's more into the the Facebook groups th- yeah. than I am. Uh, this is a group called underground playground 18 plus memes and adult fun uh and, oh boy. and all, all i'll do here is i'll there's a so you know how you can do the the text posts where there's a bunch of like balloons in the background or yeah like oh, the yeah, big yeah. text posts on facebook so this is a guy named marty posted this in there a big dick is pride to owner but a big pussy is shame to owner but why <laughs> so that's kind of what you have in in that in that group. Uh, it's great. John will occasionally just post screen grabs from it. Um, there's a lot of power. I think he talked about it maybe on the yeah, on the so. episode. There's like a power struggle between the the administrators, and I think that's still going on. Um, and it is uh, Dan's just joining all these weird groups right now too. But uh, <laughs> you can. <okay. laughs> um, but uh, that's my number one. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, my number one, because you did want to talk about this a little bit, so we can if you want. Uh, it's the Vancouver Stand-Up Comedy Forum. Because oh, <laughs> it is uh, truly one of the worst pages on the internet. Uh, it's just a bunch of uh, non-comedians telling real comedians how to do comedy. Um, so it's like there's, there's two... There's basically two uh, types of posts in this group. Uh, it's like one post that is like from a comedian... Um, it's from a comedian. Uh, don't uh, yeah, we're not talking about that. Um, Dan's in the group right now, so I was just like, we're no, just scrolling. I can't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's basically it's like uh, it, it's people. Okay, so there's three types of posts. One are like business related, like it's like, hey, I'm doing a show, I'm booking spots, get in touch with me. Then one of them is like a pe- a person who's actually good at comedy, uh, maybe giving advice or or telling people like, hey, this scenario came up, here's what something I might do. And then the third one is people who have done comedy for a month, acting like they're the mayor of comedy comedy uh and telling everybody what should be done and how to do it and um the this is where the 9-11 thing started right. because the girl who ran the 9-11 show posted like three weeks ago like hey we're running a 9-11 themed comedy show on 9-11 uh we're looking for performers and then everyone was telling her that this was a horrible idea there was like 350 comments on it um and yeah it's where truly the worst people hang out and so they that group of comedians that did the 9-11 show didn't like it. So they started their own form, Vancouver Comedy Uncensored, <laughs> uh, where their slogan is, we put the T in trigger warning, which doesn't actually make any sense at all. Like that's the uh, T? Is that supposed to be the reference? I guess, but like it doesn't really make any Without sense. Without the T, it would be rigor warning. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is what they do in Fort McMurray when uh, <laughs> exactly. there's an oil spill. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yes. It's, it's very strange. So I don't really, I don't understand what it's supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, they basically, they have a, a message group. There's only 71 people in it. Um, and it's just all about, I guess, them talking about how everyone else is like a lib cuck and they do real comedy. It's like if you're the type of person who... Um, so you're saying they're going to get booked on SNL. <laughs> exactly this is it's like the, but it's like the free speech uh yeah, i hate sjw it's the, it's the free speech free speech oh no free speech people. you haven't had one of those for a while that's fine no no, no. that one was fine. free speech hey i love i love that the I'll, 9-11 i'll take some the 9-11 comedy thing was on that uh vancouver is awesome blog where every no oh. matter how tragic the headline is it still says vancouver is awesome yeah every it's like the yeah. democracy dies in the darkness thing on the washington post <laughs> yeah. where no matter what the story is that's what you see there it's uh it's truly rough so yeah those are that's easily the worst two facebook groups that there are um and yeah but if you are a comedian in vancouver who likes to use the n-word um join that group join that group yeah yep and so what uh, sorry which one are you in <laughs> wow okay well i think we both know uh, which one I, i'm an i'm an admin of one of them we'll yeah. just say that uh top that was yeah that was a great top another three. good top three yeah. very good top three uh thanks everybody for tuning in uh josiah is there anything you'd like to plug uh yeah i mean if you want you can listen to blink 155 it comes out every friday um, it's not for everyone, which is what I'm glad about. I don't want to say <laughs> for everyone. It's very alienating and difficult to listen to. So. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, fantastic. And people can follow you on Twitter at Josiah Hughes. Yeah. Uh, and, at- and maybe tell Mike Bullard to unblock me because I still feel like there are seeds of a friendship there. I'm, maybe I can steer him in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. If you can be friends with the guy from Imagine Dragons, I think you can patch this up with, uh, with Mike <laughs> Bullard. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, one thing we forgot to mention, we are still on our mission to get Chrissy Teigen to come on the show for episode 50. So please continue to tweet at her and ask her to come on the show. Uh, everybody has been so respectful to her so far. We really appreciate it. Continue being respectful and nice, but asking her to come on the show so that episode 50, we can have her, uh, as our sort of dream guest for episode 50. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in, uh, patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod rate and review the show. And if you like it, tell your friends and we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. The Palm Bay was the it was the Michael. Just one night.